right, all right, yes, sir, man, yes, sir. We back, we back, baby, with another. Hi, the underrated sports podcast. Yes, sir, man. We got the boy Miguel in the building. What's the word, everybody? You know how we're coming. Another week of that heat. We got the boy J-Holes in the building. It's a beautiful day. No, you'll never know what you're getting from him. I'm Cordell, <laughs> man. We, <laughs> we in this thing, man. We back, man, with some more heat, man. Before, but before we get started. Definitely got to give a shout out to the sponsor, man. What's popping popcorn? Uh, make sure y'all tap in, man. Get that popcorn at What's Poppin' Vegas, W H A Z P O P P I N, Vegas.com. Uh, like we always say, they are based out of Las Vegas, but that does not mean you cannot order. You order online, your popcorn will be shipped to you in airtight bags. It won't stale, it won't crunch up or any of that it'll be just as fresh as it would as if you went into the store and bought it man uh you can go on the ig at what's popping w-h-a-z-p-o-p-p-i-n and uh then you got the website again or if uh if you're trying to you know get straight to it you go on the website man and you see all those flavors and you don't want you don't really want to you want to place your order um you know over the phone or however, you know, that's cool. That's cool. If you want to place it over the phone, you can call the owner, Jen Jen, at 331-218-9304. Again, that's 331-218-9304. What's popping popcorn, man? Let's get it. Um, Let's get right into it. We're going to jump in straight into it. Y'all know how we coming, man. Right off the rip, we're going straight into the XFL, man. We're going into week eight. Of the XFL, man, that recap was crazy. Uh, it was a good week, in my opinion. It was a good week, in my opinion, man. I'm going to kind of flex at the end of this, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I think the fellas know what I'm on. But, man, no, nah, the first game, that Saturday night, that Saturday uh, afternoon game, my bad, we had the Vegas Vipers versus St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, the boy A.J. McCarron was not playing in that game. Were they not playing him because of, they already made the playoffs or what? No, he's injured. Oh, nice. uh, he hurt? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I know Holes had, had hit us up in the group chat and told me that, told us he wasn't playing. That was before I had turned the game on. I had just sat down to turn the game on, and I saw he wasn't playing. But uh, St. Louis still took that one, 21-17. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out Vegas Vipers, man. They signed um, my boy from Mount Union, man, quarterback, bro. I forget his name, and that's my fault. I should have been a little bit more prepared for that one, but it just popped in my mind when I said Vegas Vipers. They start. They signed my boy from Mount Union, man. He was Mount Union, not last year, but the year before that, he was Mount Union's quarterback. Yeah, when they made the Final Four. Yup, dog. Yeah. Uh, the next game after that, we had the Arlington Renegades versus the Orlando Guardians. Hey, man, Orlando put up a good fight, but they lost uh, 18-16 to Arlington. Let them off the hook. Yeah, man, I think these boys picked Orlando to win that game. I, I definitely picked them. Yeah, I you mean, and yeah, McGill. Me yeah, and AJ did. picked Arlington, man. Yeah, Y'all boys wilding. A little faith. Y'all wilding. Shout out to AJ, man. That interview last weekend was crazy. The whole episode was sure. crazy, man. Shout out to everybody who tuned in to that, man. That thing is doing amazing numbers. In the Orlando's words of Larry June, it's doing numbers. Oh, for sure. sure. Going crazy, man. <laughs> Going crazy. Orlando was shaving points, bro. Man, stop, bro. Stop, man. Stop. That's what everybody say when they don't get it right, shaving man. Shaving points, bro. They hey. every opportunity to win, bro. Hey, man, this was my this was my upset pick right here, man. Houston Roughnecks versus San Antonio Brahmas. Uh, Houston ended up winning that 17-15. I picked San Antonio. Uh, they had they put up a good fight. They almost won, man, but they ended up taking that L to Houston. Houston got back on the right path, mm-hmm. on the right track, on the winning side of things with that one. And then uh, last game, Sunday night, try to tell these boys, the D.C. Defenders, 
versus Seattle Sea Dragon. DC took that one 34-33. I know these boys sick because they picked Seattle, especially Danucci, biggest fan hoes over here. Definitely not upset, man. At the end of the day, man, Danucci balled. He balled out. He ain't balled enough. Listen, you can only do so much. When you throw 42 times and complete 28, 301 yards. And lost. Three touchdowns. Don't mean nothing if you lose. Danucci. You're right. It don't mean nothing if you lose. Danucci. I'm going to give more credit to Tayamu because I think we all felt like after week two, hey, let's sit him down. He is not, he's not with us. He threw four of them things. And since week yeah. two, he's been on the tough. So, you know, I got to give mm-hmm. him credit, man. We was talking about De'Aaron King. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron King had to take a back seat. So, sure did. I'm, I'm, I got to give him his credit, bro. You know what I'm saying? They defense, I ain't going to lie, they keep stepping up. The yeah. D.C. defenders, defense keeps stepping up. Shout out to Greg Williams. You know, he must have got another bounty going on in D.C. No, but I'm going to that long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Damn. <laughs> but, yeah, man, Miguel, what's your, what's your, what, what you taking away from, what you take away from this man, week? Man, man, if you look at the, if you just look at the recap, nobody won or lost more than, it was four point deficit, like four points, like no le- no more than four points. It was tight games. Mm-hmm. Great football was being played. I mean, shout out to the ba- Battle Hawks. They came in with the second string quarterback. What's his name? Nick Tiano. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Had two picks, but still threw for 194, one TD, and got the win. Yep, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all, Renegade, all you asked for. Yeah, that's it. You know I mean, the Renegades, I mean, they back to 500, you know what I mean? Uh, Orlando, me and Hoes did pick Orlando. We thought we had a little faith in them to get that little second win, but they came up short. You know what I mean? That's like like Hoes said, it's football. Check Vegas, man. Any given Saturday or Sunday in the XFL, you know what I mean, how it go. Uh, that was that weak-ass OT, man. And the Houston Roughnecks, man, they, yeah. you know, I, I kind of gave up on on Hines, man, Coach Hines Ward, man, you know, a couple weeks back, but they stayed in the game. But hey, like you said, they took the L, seventeen fifteen. Shout out the Roughnecks for that one. He uh, got to check his OC though. You throw two fade balls. You yeah. threw a fade ball. Yeah. Didn't even give your quarterback an opportunity to make a play, bro. You do a fade ball in overtime on your last like. Nah, bro, that ain't it. That ain't it. You better than Heinz Ward. You a Super Bowl champion, bro. You better than that, bro. For sure. And then the last game, D.C. or Seattle. I mean, obviously, we know D.C. won 34-33. Overall record is 7-1. and one. Let him off the hook. I mean, <laughs> Tiamu, uh, man, 17 for 26, 247, four TDs. But on the other end, even though he took the L, like we stated before, 28 out of 42, you know, with 301 yards, three TDs, one interception. I mean, they was throwing this thing. I hate that I missed it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Easter Sunday, you know, I was out with the family. But, you know, it's overall, great week of XFL, man. I'm looking forward to the last two weeks, including the playoffs. The question is, did you have on a floral color suit? No, or- I had like a Tiffany blue you know what I'm saying? So a little button-up joint. You know he's coming coach. You know he coming coach blue for his Family, dog. you know the family. Wifey picked it out from. He was Easter ready. Okay. Yeah, okay he okay, coming okay. Matt Ryan. <laughs> he coming Matt Ryan. Daughter had blue. daughter had the Easter dress on. Sure. Son was matching. Yeah, he doing his sure. thing. You know. He was out there. Got a good Easter eggs and shit. Got a good word. You know what I'm saying? That's you know we had a great Easter week. <laughs> you had a suit on, my dog. <laughs> no, I ain't had no suit on. I ain't had a suit on. Oh boy, had a pastor suit on. I ain't had a suit on. You know what I'm saying? Well, then we get clean with them suits though. I just you know don't. Get, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Man, I'm going to keep it light, man. When it's all said and done, there's a lot of point shaving going on, man. I'm, Here you go. Here I'm copping please today, bro. Go. I'm copping please today, man. The Renegades is who we think they are. 
But the Guardians is who we know they are. So I'm going to leave that one alone. Battlehawks impressed me, man. With a backup quarterback and beating a Vipers team that had been trending upwards. I got to give them credit, man. Doing that in OT, too. So, I mean, that's impressive. The Brahmas, man, they fighting. They fighting as much as they can, but they ain't got much left in them. Roughnecks needed that to stay alive. And, you know, I mean, I hate to see my boys, the, the Seattle, you know what I'm saying, Sea Dragons lose, especially with the way the playoffs are structured. It, it hurts them a lot. But, you know, I mean, the defense earned it. You know what I'm saying? Tayamo been ball, and that defense is amazing. They're going to always get some takeaways. So, I mean, they put themselves in a position to, you know, stay atop of the, of the north. So, that was dope. Yeah, for sure, man. I, shoot. I mean, the same. I feel the same way. I think it was a lot of good games going on. But, man, I ain't going to lie. The uh, Brahmas and Roughnecks game, you know, I picked the Brahmas in the upset. Mm-hmm. You know, that went, that went into overtime. Now, this was my first time seeing the XFL's overtime, man. And I'm going to be honest, I, I'm i not a fan of it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not. I'm going to read the okay. rules. I'm going to read the rules. It's a, in, in overtime, each team has three attempts to score a two-point conversion from five, from the five-yard line. The team that scores the most out of those three attempts wins the game. If tied after three attempts, teams continue until the round concludes with one team ahead. Offensive penalties result in a failed conversion. I'm gonna be real. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of it, man. I don't really like it like that, bro. I just feel like, I right, bet if you <laughs> you get you giving somebody three attempts to score a two point conversion, that's kind of corny. I I, 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 I I think for me, for I me, beg to differ. for me, for, sure. for me, for me, I ain't speaking for y'all. For sure. I'm speaking for me. What for don't me, you like about for me? Because you give it because you giving somebody you giving them three attempts. You giving them three attempts to score from the five yard line, bro. In the trenches, bro. Yeah, that's corny, bro. I just feel like I just feel like I bet. Like, why why do you need three attempts? I feel like it should be it shouldn't really too much defer from kind of like the NFL, like first blood. Like, I bet we we can do this from the five yard line. I don't like the NFL. If you bro. if you like that, I feel like you I then you could do it kind of like college. I feel like but but if you want to put it from the five, put it from the five. But if you like that, bet. If I score on you, we'll give you a chance to score. If you can't score, the game is over. It's over with. I'm not mad at that. Why do we got to do this shit more than once? Like, I just feel like that's, I don't know, bro. Like, I just feel like that's kind of whack. Like, it's kind of drawn out. Like, if I get in before you and then I stop you from getting in, the game should be over with. I didn't prove what I had to prove. The the only thing I'm going to say is this. I like it because it's copying from the most popular sport in the world, and that's soccer. It's just their football version of penalty kicks. Mm-hmm. This ain't soccer. But listen, what this is football, Americano. Popular, the most popular sport in the world. Don't nobody care, bro. The most popular sport. I don't. In the world. I don't watch soccer. I, I only. Do. I only watch my little cousin who a dog Aiden. That's it. That's the only soccer I watch, I, bro. I'm not gonna capture you. Miguel I watch don't soccer, watch bro. soccer. I do. Half majority of our do. fans don't watch soccer, bro. I'm not watching football to watch nothing to replicate listen, soccer at all. all nothing. I'm, all I'm gonna say is this: except for kicking the ball through the goal. <laughs> That's it. I don't give a fuck about no soccer. Bro. I love. Love the excitement of the penalty kicks, bro. Like it's you don't get it as often as you probably will want in soccer, but when you do, that shit is thrilling, bro. It's yeah. thrilling. This is football. Like it's bro. super thrilling in football. Nah. Because I'm gonna tell you why. I ain't fucking with that. And I'm gonna tell you what it really tests. It really tests you as a coordinator offensively. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest place to call a play. The real from the five yard. You have no no room to call a play. Mm-hmm. You gotta really come with something, bro. And you gotta do that. You gotta get two out of three. 
which 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 further proves my point in my opinion that if it's already hard to score down here and I get in and then I stop a motherfucker from getting in on me, why why ain't the game over with? Cause you gotta show me nah, again. That's yeah. corny, bro. Show me that sounds like a that yeah. sounds like a loser's game, bro. Nah. In my opinion, that's the only thing it remind me of is a loser's game. Why do I gotta run it back? That's just like if I bust you in Madden and you tell me to run it back, but I don't want to play you no more because I already done destroyed you. Why do I gotta play you again? That's all. It, that's what it do for me. Like, why I shouldn't have to do I this res- again? I respect it. You're my brother, and I respect yeah. it. I oh, for sure, for sure. I think, I, it's, I think it's dope, though, bro. Honestly, because the game and the game is once the battle of the trenches, man. Who want it better? We are already sure. close. Who want it? Who gonna show? Who gonna who gonna get that two out of three or that three out of three? Who gonna make mm-hmm. it hard? I like. It. I think it's dope. It's new. It's I mean, it's the XFL. They got a new wave. They new set of rules, man. That's like what they're about. I'm 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 with it, man. I mean. Everybody gonna have their own set of opinions, you know. Opinions is like, you know what? Everybody got one, you know what I mean? So, me and, and honestly, it's two to one. You it, know, me it, and Holes agree, and you got it one. It kind of mirrors the new. It's college. really one to one because your opinion don't matter, again. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of mirrors the new college overtime rules, though. I think that you know that saying? shit is corny. I like bro. it. Like, I'll say this: I can see why you don't like it for professional sports. I'm gonna tell you why I don't like it from a from a from okay. a lineman's perspective, bro. Okay. Come talk, talk to me, talk I, to me. bro. Like y'all say, nothing like bro. Like you say, that's that's it's hard. The hardest place to score is in the goal line. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I fuck a nigga up, that like, bro, it's not it's it's hard to do that for sure. Now if I do that and then my D line come out, bro, and we win the game, we we win that battle. It should be done. It should be done, bro. Like it don't. I ain't giving a nigga. I don't got. I feel like I don't gotta run it back. I'll say this. <laughs> but I, 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 am I mad at it? I ain't mad at it because I mean, you gotta try new stuff to see how, yeah. see what stick. Throw it at the wall, see what stick. It's dope that they took the initiative to do something different. But I just don't like it. I, uh, I don't like it. I'm gonna tell you why I see where you coming from. So this past season, we to finish second in our conference, we had an amazing game. We ended up winning seven to six. Goal line stands. 10 seconds left in the game. Fourth and one from the one. And we got a goal line stand. If we had to go back out there one more time, I would have been hot. No, man. I ain't going to lie to you. You would have been blue. But as a fan, it's thrilling. It's dope, bro. It is, man. You know, it's a shootout. It's, it's almost giving shootout vibes just in the trenches, though. I just feel like you know I, I get that. I get that for sure, but I, I'm looking at it from a player's perspective, bro. It's demoralizing. Yeah, it can be demoralizing. Yeah, hell sure. yeah. Hell yeah. Like, that's – but, hey, like I said, I ain't mad at it. It's, it is what it is. Like, well, look, I mean, at it, look at it this way. If you don't want to have to go through that, Hey. Beat they ass the whole Try game. I mean, that, that's hard. That's hard to do too. For sure. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So then you finna make me. I, I'm, I've been doing that all game. And we came to a draw. Now you finna make me do this after that. Like, man, come on, bro. What more do you want yeah. from you know me? Exactly. But I mean, like I said, it is. It's different, and it's you know, it is entertaining. But yeah, for sure, but, bro. But it's but I feel for the players, bro. Like, bro, I feel for the players in that. Cause it's like, damn, bro. It's not that I'm. I'm not playing one more quarter. You know, how like in like in the league or something, you playing. You playing another quarter. I got one more bro, down. I'm not playing one more quarter, bro. I'm playing. Damn, no. I'm. We finna do mid. The, for, we 
finna do half line for the rest of this game, bro. But it's crazy. For all my they, football heads, the, the real ones, y'all know what all that they stuff been getting, is. They've been getting, good, been getting good reviews off of this, though. I love it. I, I, ain't, I don't I know. It. I'm looking They've at been getting good a, reviews off of it. From a player's perspective, I don't fuck with you gotta it. You got to remember, casual fans. Yeah, casual fans casual love anything. Fans, bro. That's true. Hey. I digress. Casual fans love. I got anything. nothing else to say once you said that. I ain't got nothing else to say. Motherfucker in the NBA, we finna start making people shoot free throw lines from the three point line. <laughs> the casual fan gonna love that. It is what it is, though, man. I ain't Like I said, I ain't mad at it, though. But let's move on. Let's move on. We're gonna definitely come back to the XFL, get y'all them predictions, uh, you know, at the end of the show for sure. Uh, but, man, let's move on to this NFL, man. There's been some stuff going on, y'all. You ain't wanna p- talk about the playoff structure? Oh yeah, okay, okay, no, 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 yeah, we could do that XFL playoff yeah, structure. My fault. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, the playoff format, I feel like it's it's fair with the with the with the number with the number, with the number of teams. So how it works is, uh, it's only it's it's a fourteen playoff, and uh, so basically it's like if you win, you the best team, the best top two teams in each division face each other, uh, one versus two on each side, and whoever wins. Plays the other one in the championship. So winners play, you know, each other in the championship. Normal playoff structure for the most part, but it's just uh, four teams, single game elimination, the winner and the winners advance. I think it's dope, uh, especially for the uh, the number of teams that you got in the XFL. I think it's fair, and mm-hmm. I think it's dope. If you can't, you know, make it in that, that, that it's understandable because it's not many teams. You yeah. know what I mean? It but, ain't like it's 10 teams. It's eight yeah. teams. I think it's fair. Four teams, top two teams make it. Not a fan. You don't, you don't like it? I mean, it? how would you structure so, it? Right. What, what, if, you what, what you with, if you was in there with if you was in there with Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, how would you would have structured top four, Top four teams, period. Well, period. that's what it is. No, no. It's two teams for each division. Three of the top teams is in one division. Yeah, just, I'm just throwing it out though. See, I don't think that. I, just throwing it out though. I don't know. I don't think that that's. I mean, it's not a bad idea, but I mean, it's not a fair idea either. Because why? Why we got divisions? Then we should that's just be true. playing ball. Right, listen, no divisions. Yeah, just I the agree. top teams. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I if we're gonna do divisions, I feel like it, it has to be some separation. That's true. That's yeah. true. But I. But if if but I do feel like like you said. It's some teams that people going if you watch the XFL, you're gonna be disappointed because sure. some teams that's been balling ain't gonna get in because yeah. of this structure. But so same I'm thing, with you on that. But you know what's crazy? I feel the same way about the NFL though. Because I feel like it we if you win your division, you automatically get in. But then that usually bumps somebody out who has a way better record than you, who probably beats you, that bumps you. Or at least bumps you and push you down a uh uh, or drops you down in, in the uh, the playoff like rankings, and I don't think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you play in the weakest division, and you won your division barely, but you wanted a game under 500, and then that bumps an 11 and whatever team. Like that's that's where like the the unbalance comes from. Sound like the NFC South, don't you know it? What I'm saying. <laughs> Hey, that babe, right? It's definitely that right now, for sure. How, how bro? We you must ain't saying our record, buddy. No, I said NFC, 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 South. South, NFC South, man. NFC I ain't, South. I ain't, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What, what but, are you talking about? You don't even know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I feel. I feel like I'm just playing. Let's do straight, straight through. Think about it, NBA. Does it? It works. No, they don't. It does do straight through. It's straight eight. Yeah, what but you talking about, bro? They still do divisions. They and all do that? divisions, 
But are that you don't talking determine, about the winner of the division? Don't yeah, automatically get you don't automatically get a second seed, third seed, fourth seed. I'm thinking you saying yeah, just the team with the mean. best no, records. No, 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 that's what I mean. I like, feel you. I yeah, feel it's, you. it's automatically you. slotted east west, straight eight. You know what I'm saying? Well, now we got the play in game, but you know what I'm saying? Everybody slotted straight through based on your record. You know what I'm saying? It I ain't mean, no. Oh, I won the Atlantic, so I should be the second seed. So I think this. Uh, and I ain't mad at that. That that would that would for sure be How more entertaining. Would you do it with eight teams, though, right? Because I just feel like I, I feel like if you gonna I feel like if you gonna do that in the NFL, then you have to take away the divisional games. They don't matter at this point. So now I don't have to play these same teams twice a year. Because if I'm beating their ass twice a year, it really don't mean that we ain't playing for shit. You feel me? If we just if we gonna do just a straight eight, which is a dope idea, then I shouldn't really have to play these other dudes. In this conference, especially not twice because we not playing for nothing. Yeah, but I mean, because the only the, the only reason why I think they do that in the league because it ain't as many games. So I don't know, but I think that I think that's fire. I think the best team should get in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's, it's 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 fair for sure. I just think we always gonna miss out on a quality matchup. Like when you think about the NFL, AFC North, any given year somebody's gonna get bounced that probably should be in the playoffs. Like any given year, you said the NFC North. No AFC, AFC, AFC North. Oh, I'm gonna you know say what? No, not NFC North. AFC North. You know what I'm saying? Any given year. You know what I'm saying? Like think about it. If let's just say L. Jack back hypothetically, Baltimore finishes ten and seven. They're ten and seven, but let's just say Washington wins the division by some grace of miraculousness. Their ten and seven is a lot better than whatever they did to win their division. I get, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I get yeah, what no, saying I, I feel it. like it's fair for sure. Yeah, and I don't it's think nothing is sure. set in stone with the XFL. I think this may. I would be surprised if they made a little if adjustment. They got some more teams. I can see yeah. it with the XFL for sure. If I would like to see them get at least ten teams, and I feel like if you can't I mean, get they, more they, teams, they get, no. then I like I like your idea for sure. If you can't get if yeah, you can't get. Over. Your teams, but then I just feel like if that's the case, just eliminate the conferences and we just balling. Yeah, top the top eight teams or top however many teams get you in. Mm-hmm. The rest of y'all, y'all go home. Type, you know what I mean? I think that'd be dope. And then you just base you do your brackets based off of that. You kind of do it off of wins and losses or records, and yeah. everybody gonna play each other, so you ain't gonna have a problem with doing and that. And even with that, you'll still play each other twice. So yeah. you're right. For sure, yeah. So I think that that would be fire for sure. Yeah, that would be fire. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into this NFL, man. For sure. Obviously, uh, a lot of moves been being made. Well, I ain't gonna say a lot of moves. A, a key couple, couple big moves in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. One uh, mainstream move. The other move is big to football fans, but it may not be big to casual fans. Um, but man, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. My boy. Signed to the Ravens, man. Baltimore Ravens. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. My boy. Because as we all know, they're going through contract issues with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. They franchise tagged him. He asked for a trade, all the stuff. They don't want to pay him and all of this. But then you go sign Odell. You know what I mean? So that's crazy. So for for you know, uh for one, I want to know what the guys think about that. Because uh I mean it just doesn't really I feel like Odell doesn't go there unless he knows that L. Jack is coming back. That's how I'm regardless feeling. of the money, regardless of the guaranteed money that they said, the, the 15 million guarantee with the uh, opportunity to make 18. Mm-hmm. If he's not Odell, I feel like he's fully aware of what 
position he's in right now. He's playing on one year deals. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he don't want to play on one years, but I mean he probably don't mind. You gonna get a you gonna get a bag up front. He's getting a crazy but, bag for one year. But I, I just feel like Odell's main concern would be probably making it through a season in playoffs. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like if if he knows that if you if you plan, put it like this, I'm saying if you plan on a one year deal, you got a ball to get another one, mm-hmm. especially one that's going to pay you fifteen million dollars. So, I feel like he wouldn't wager that on playing with potentially playing with Huntley or whoever else is on that roster at the I time. Sure hope right? He ain't bank on that one. Yeah, man. But so I want to know, fellas, what y'all think about the signing, and I also want to know if if that's enough. Do y'all think that's enough to keep Lamar? Do y'all think that's enough to put them in you know playoff contention, championship? What 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 does this move do for them? Uh, and then, you know, will, will this move, is this something that will make Lamar Jackson stay? What do y'all think? Well, I'll kick it off, Hoes, because I know you gonna, I know you got a lot to say on it. I'm going to keep it somewhat short and simple, man. Everybody know since the start of this show, I've been very adamant about my love for OD, Odell. You know what I'm saying? Pause. My boy Odell is back in the league. I think the deal was a business decision. I'm I'm in agreement with what Stephen A. said. You know what I'm saying? And he he's about his money at the end of the day. And he knew that it was you know 15 mil with the chance of getting 18 mil for one season. Man, that's great money. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it, it it's a business. You know, and I sure hope that he had some sort of conversation with Lamar before he made this made this deal. You know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, get this deal done because if you banking on Hundley, brother, is you know you still you're receiving, you still need to throw a quarterback. He's not it, you know what I'm saying. But to answer your question, does this change something? No, it doesn't. If it, it doesn't change nothing for him, I mean he's definitely a number one wide out. Their number best wide out they signed in years. Obviously, he's a true number one. But does it change him, make him a Super Bowl contender? Even with Lamar, I don't think so. I don't think this is it. You know what I'm saying? Bateman, he doing his thing, but he ain't he's he's a mediocre number two, you know what I mean, to me. So is that is that enough to get Lamar to stay? <laughs> Lamar going through so much right now, I just think that he's coming back anyway. That's my personal opinion. For at least this one year. You change your opinion every week on Lamar, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's just too much going on. I mean, it's not changing the opinion. It's the every week stuff changes. Like, he's not – nobody's calling his phone. Nobody's hollering at him. Nobody's trying to pick it up. Well, every, we don't know that. Well, at least right now. You know we what I'm saying? Know. And I don't know. Maybe talks might change when the draft, you know, after the draft, you know, you know, happens and we get closer to camp. But I'm, I'm on a – I'm – I'm thinking Odell took this deal solely off the fact that he believes that Lamar is coming back at least to play for this last year in the ball out and end up somewhere else. I mean, let's be honest. Like, people were calling Odell's phone, but wasn't nobody offering him that 15 mil guaranteed. He had a day, he had a, but I believe I read before he signed the day that he signed with Baltimore, I believe the next day he had a meeting with the New York Jets, but he was not going to get the amount of money that Baltimore put on the table for him. And at the end of the day, this is a business, and he's coming off two ACL injuries. And he knows, like, hey, this is my my time is now. They done gave me an opportunity to put my foot back in the door, get in this league. Hey, I'm getting my bag. 
Hopefully Lamar comes out and he can ball out. I just hope that he made that decision talking to Lamar on the slide like, hey, bro, just come back for one year. We can just do this one year and bounce. You know what I mean? But if he banging on Huntley, it ain't going to happen. To answer your question solely, to, it doesn't make a difference. Super Bowl contender, no. With or without Lamar. Oh, so what you got, brother? The funny part about it is, like, when you look at the receiver market, $15 million is not that bad to pay a guy of his talent. You know what I'm saying? Even if you get half or three-quarters of what Odell was, it's better than the guys that's in that same little $15 million bracket because you're talking about guys like Allen Robinson and Cortland Sutton. A healthy or a halfway healthy Odell is better than both of those guys. Like, if we're going to be honest, you know what I'm saying? And then everybody above him within that 15 to $17 million mark is Hunter Winfro, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett. I mean, it's comparable if you're getting a, a decent or above average, you know what I'm saying, Odell. Um, does it make a difference to me if I'm if I'm a Lamar Jackson? Yeah, if you're going to pay me. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way it makes a difference. If you're not paying me, we right back where we started. Because the issue, yes, the issue was that, no, you're not surrounding me with pieces. But the main issue right now is that you're not paying me. You're not paying me what I'm worth. So, yes, not getting pieces, secondary. Not paying me, primary. No, facts. Let's handle the primary issue. Does it make it a little bit more enticing for him to come back on that one year? Having Odell. Because Odell only going to be there one year. Odell is not being in Baltimore. He's not going to be in Baltimore. If I'm him. I'm not doing nothing unless we cut in the bag. I hear you. Because think about it. I gave you the deal. I played on my fifth-year option. Joe Burrows is not going to play on his fifth-year option. Herbert, not going to play on his fifth-year option. Jalen Hurts, not going to play on his fifth-year option. Trevor Lawrence. Not going to play on his fifth-year We can go down the list. You keep that, You keep saying names. Justin go. Fields. Not going to play on his fifth-year option. None of them are going to play on their fifth-year option because that's disrespectful. So a quarterback, that's really disrespectful. That's blasphemous. For a quarterback of production to play on a fifth-year option, because that's saying you don't believe in me. He did it. He didn't make a peep. All the disrespect that's been thrown throughout this whole little back and forth negotiating didn't say a peep. He finally came out and said something, and the world has so much negative to say. Mm-hmm. So cool. And you put the transitional franchise tag on me. You shorted me ten M's. I don't want to talk unless you are backing up the Brinks truck. We got nothing to talk about. Odell is cool. I hope y'all sell a whole lot of number three jerseys. I really hope y'all do. But until we talk dollars and cents, nothing to talk about. It's absolutely nothing. Now, when we now if they work that deal out, all right, let's go. Because I do think it, it's a good mixture. I think Odell, Mark Andrews, and Bateman, and whether it's Duvernay or whoever in the slot, that's an interesting combination, though. If but Dobbins it's a Super Bowl and them guys contender, sell, though. No. And that AFC is going to be tough. No. It's going to be tough. That's the main I'll, thing. I'll, I'll say this. The Bengals lost a lot defensively. They lost a lot. So that division might be more open than people think. Now, Ravens didn't sign a lot back. They still question marks at cornerback. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Front seven is, is always going to be good in Baltimore. Safety situation, I think, is good. But the cornerback situation, who you got to play the Bengals. You, gotta need, you need some corners. You play the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? You need some guys who can strap it up. So that's what's going to make it interesting. And Pittsburgh should be better. 
So it's all going to get back a little interesting. So what I say Super Bowl contenders, just because Odell, no. No. But you got bigger fish to fry. Don't worry about Super Bowl right now. Worry about paying that man. I agree. The, the worry about that. I agree. Uh, I think that um, I feel like Odell, I don't, at least I would like to believe that he wouldn't have went there uh, without getting some information about from Lamar saying that he probably he, it was a, it was a good chance he would stay. Uh I just don't think he makes that move regardless of the money because I feel like at this point of Odell's career you don't really got if you plan on continuing to play. I don't think you have room for a lost season if you already plan on one year deals. So I just feel like if Odell signed there for one year, fifteen million with the possibility of eighteen, fifteen guaranteed, and he go out there, he don't put up no numbers because L. Jack not there, he don't got nobody throwing him the ball, and he still plans on playing football for the next few years. Then next year he gonna sign a one year, eight million dollar deal. Definitely gonna be less. That's for sure. And I just don't think that. I just feel like that's too much to mortgage without knowing that you who you got throwing a ball to you. So I feel like Baltimore and uh, Lamar are closer to a deal than the rest of the world may know. That alone makes me think that, you know, that's like dope. I said, that's what I would like to believe because I just feel like Odell, then y'all seen the picture of Odell and L. Jack on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So you know he talked to him. And I just feel like if he did make that move strictly business on the money side, then you sold yourself short, my boy, because you could have pretty much went anywhere. That Jets move wouldn't have been a bad move because you go there, even if you take a lesser deal, you go there and clown and y'all do make a run and potentially go to the Super Bowl. Now now somebody coming to get you for another three years, three years, 30 million, three, something like that, something crazy like that. You know what I mean? It ain't gonna probably the numbers ain't all the way on, but it's somewhat close. You know, somebody will probably pay you for a couple of years. But it's hard, Cordell. It's hard for you to tell somebody that almost, almost had to, you know, put the cleats up. Nah, the cleats it re- up it's really not to say it's, that, that it's, it's really not when you that caliber of player, bro. That's Odell, bro. That's Odell. I think this is a proof. This is this is like I got a point to prove season. I can, I can exactly. stay healthy. I can stay healthy at least for one exactly. year. Exactly. So if this is a point to prove season, why would you mortgage that on a backup quarterback? That proves my point exactly. Uncertainty. If this, right, uncertainty. If this is a proven year, you don't mortgage that if you don't know who's going to be throwing you the ball. I mean, I agree with y'all. I think Lamar, they're closer to a deal than, than they were. But at the same time, negotiation can go left at any point. Like, I would have t- me personally, I would have took less money to go because you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets. Bro, I would have took less money to go to the Jets. He's going to be with the Jets. And re up next year. But even with that, you gonna make you'll make whatever you, you whatever you lose, you'll make up off the field. I think we and all endorsements in, I, because you playing in the yeah. biggest market in football. We all in agreement that we would have went somewhere else. But he no, just made I'm not. Decisions. Now I'm not saying I would have went somewhere else because I ain't even finished. I ain't saying I would have went somewhere else because for the less bread. I thought you just said if if I'm uncertain on who be going to be the quarterback. But if if I talk to L. Jack and then L. Jack tell me like, bro, I'm coming back. The team already told the team guarantee Odell we gonna resign him. We gonna pay this man for sure. We just ask him, you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, then I'm coming because y'all both said y'all don't think that makes them a Super Bowl contender. I do. I think that it makes them a Super Bowl contender. Wow. I say that because. We've seen what L. Jack has done with less. Hoes just gave y'all the receiving core. 
that's a pretty decent receiving core. You add Odell to that, it's it's a lot of speed on that field and athleticism. Speed kills. The defense is already decent. They did lose a couple pieces, but I feel like you kind of got a plan for that. This draft, it's a decent amount of DBs in there, and <clears throat> it's still some decent DBs in free agency. I Marcus Peters, who they didn't resign. You still got Shaquille Griffin out there. It's some decent corners. It's some decent DBs still out there. You can still make certain moves. Um, I think you lose a lot with losing Calais Campbell up front. That's a large presence that you lose. But I think that with what you're putting on that offensive side is something we've never seen before. And if you put all that speed on one field, on one offense, I think problems happen. So I think that, yeah, you're going to have to count them in as a contender if Odell can stay healthy, if Lamar can stay healthy. You got to count them in, bro. They can. I feel like they'll be able to beat anybody. Because, I mean, a lot of teams ain't got really good defense. Kansas City Chiefs defense ain't that good. They decent, but they they weak. They can't stop the run, but they a championship team. They're a Super Bowl winning team because why they could put up points. And that's what this game is really about. You can put up points and get enough stops. You don't got to get all the stops. You just got to get enough stops, but you got to be able to score them points. So I think it'll be interesting to see now if, if Lamar Jackson don't go back, I don't know what the hell Odell going to do. Hopefully Huntley come out and ball, or hopefully they can pick up somebody in the draft or a free agent, a trade for something or something. But it'd be ugly for him, and it would just be it would just put a it would raise I don't know it'd be a big ass question mark for me because I wouldn't understand it. So I don't know, man. But moving on, man. Um, the Lions, the Detroit Lions, man. That was the other move I told y'all. It was a big move to me. The Lions traded Okuda. Cornerback, man, it was the number. It was like the number. It was a number first three. round pick, number, number three pick, three. It like a couple, few years ago in the draft. Yeah. Out of old state, hose boy. They traded him to Atlanta, man. They traded him to the Falcons, man. That's crazy. And then another thing I seen was uh my boy Devin White from the Bucks, man. He asked for a trade, linebacker. That dog, he boy a dog, man. He the, the, he the, hey he the piece. He the main piece of the defense for real. Uh, he asked for a trade today. He wanted to be traded from uh, from the Tampa Bay Bucks, man. But what y'all boys, as far as this old Kuda trade, does this make a different difference for Atlanta? Now we know, as y'all said, Miguel already said earlier too in the, the NFC South, weakest division in football. Anybody can sneak in. Is this a difference maker deal, or is this just, you know what I mean? It is what it is. For on both ends, like what do you think? Because we know the Lions' defense was horrible last season. Do you trade away? Your number one corner. I wouldn't say it was horrible. What? No, I wouldn't say it was mean, horrible. Bro, they couldn't stop a nosebleed, bro. Pretty bad. They was horrible last season. But I think a lot of it was on the back end. It's not the front seven. It's the back end. That defense was terrible front seven last was year. Decent. Front seven was decent, but the back, the back end was, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of injuries and stuff, too. But, I mean, I'll jump in. Let me – I'll say this. I think it's a win-win. I think Detroit signed a lot of quality veteran cornerbacks that made Okuda expendable. Okuda had a rough, what, three years? I think he was at three years. Mm-hmm. Had a rough three years. Last year he was actually playing decent, yeah. but then he got hurt again. So, you know, just, man, listen, them injuries, man, best ability is availability. Right. Once you ain't available, you become expendable. First round pick or not. I actually going to give the, the Lions credit. It's hard to cut a draft pick that you drafted that high. Mm-hmm. Because you almost want to see it all the way through. You almost want to see it all the way through them five years. For sure. But they signed such quality, you know what I'm saying, veteran leadership in, in, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. You might as well. And you know what? 
cool. Let's trade them away. You know what I'm saying? And all Atlanta did was just trade the pick away that they got from from the Jaguars. So it really was no loss on neither team. It was an even exchange. You know what I'm saying? Even swap ain't no swindle. <laughs> and honestly, Okuda fits what Atlanta is trying to build. Atlanta has a number one corner. They got AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell can ball. He's a baller. You know what I'm saying? So this actually puts Okuda in a position where prove it. If you really as good as we thought you was coming out of the draft, you're going to get as many opportunities as possible as, as football is being thrown at you. Make plays. I agree with that. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it takes new faces to be in new places. <laughs> for, for, sure. for sure. <laughs> for sure. What you laughing for at, sure. bro? bro? Why you always say that, bro? Because hey. it is. And I'll tell you this. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. If we talk about Atlanta secondary, they let's nice. Not, let's Don't not forget, forget about Jesse Bates. I'm just about to say Atlanta signed Jesse Bates. Yeah. That's a big loss for the Bengals. Big pickup for the for the Falcons. You got a number one, number two corner, then you got a number one safety in, the in a weak division. For sure, in a weak division, making no weakest, noise. The weakest in the league. Think yeah. about it. We're talking about David Carr might walk through the AFC, the NFC South. Name you the quarterback for the Panthers. Name you the quarterback for the Bucs. Bryce Young. Baker Mayfield. Okay, Baker Mayfield. Okay. Bryce Young and Baker. I mean, we know who's going number one, but I'm not I'm not entertaining your your food. Bro, I guarantee you Bryce Bryce is going number one. I'm gonna tell you right now. They'll 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 surprise us all and go with Anthony Richardson before they go Bryce Young. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. They'll surprise us all. I don't believe it. I yeah. don't believe it. That's CJ Stroud. That's mm-hmm. CJ Stroud all day. I don't believe it. We can call that right now. But like Ho said, I it. mean, we ain't even got to stay on the topic that long. I mean, did they improve? Uh, did the Falcons improve? Hell yeah, they improve. Like I said, you got a legit number one, AJ Terrell. You got a solid number two with Jeff. And then you got a fucking Pro Bowl safety. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they got some scrappy interior defensive linemen over there, man. That holds it down. You know what I mean? They. Offensively is the is the question, you know what I'm saying? Can they do it on that end? You know, but you know, uh, look at like Holt said, it's a win win on both sides. You know, and they you know traded what, a though? pick to get them. It ain't a loss. I'm gonna tell you where it really helped them. At. Now you don't have to reach within your first two to three picks in the draft yeah. to try to drive a corner. At least you're getting somebody who's played in the league for the last mm-hmm. three years. Because they show every mock draft I've seen had them going for a corner for sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, so now you can improve your front seven. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's a win-win, yeah, man. Everybody win. gets something, you know. It's like participation trophy time. Everybody gets something. And and I know, Cordell, you had a, you, you was cracking up a little bit too hard for my liking, but you know what I'm saying? But sometimes that's what it, it takes, bro. bro it ain't, new it face, ain't, new it, place, I'm, new coaches. <laughs> New structure, man. They make the A on the road again. You, it ain't that you wrong because you right, but it's just you all. Oh, that's your go to yeah, slogan, bro. Slogans, man. I mocked you on the episode you went here. I say some cute Miguel. You know, I say I know Miguel. I say new place, new place. That's your favorite heat, bro. Hey, what it is, what it is. That shit is funny. You say that shit even when we not on the mic. That's why it's so funny, bro. I think I like the Okuda cherry to Atlanta. I don't know why, but I just. I think because I like Atlanta's uniforms that I I want them to be good. Uh, <laughs> I think oh I, I was rooting for Mariota last. I like Mariota though. I seen him play live once before and he was dope. Uh, but I thought I wanted him to 
be successful last season. Obviously, that didn't work out. But my boy uh, quit. Yeah, <laughs> I like this Okuda deal, man. And like like the boy said, you didn't really give up much. You gave up that pick, uh, you know, to get him. So hey, hey, it's a win win, you know. Uh, Lions get more draft capital. The Falcons get address a need, a big need, and in, in, in that division, I will say you need corners for sure. For sure, you gonna need some corners in that division, bro. So, hey man, I think it's a uh, because it's some it's some nice receivers in that division. They may be one of the weakest divisions, but it's some decent receivers in that division. So, hey, I, I, I like it better for the Falcons. Obviously, if I'm the Lions, hey. I would have probably – I'm probably one of them people Holes was talking about at the beginning. I probably would have rolled it out to see what would have happened. But I ain't mad at it either because it's not like you got nothing. Like, you, the draft is coming up in two weeks. You can do something with that pick. A lot of the best players come late in the draft anyway from that third through fifth, sixth, seventh round. Them, those be the best players. Like, those dude, the first rounders, yeah, they be decent. But, like, the stars that you know, they usually come from the later rounds of the draft anyway. So – you never know what can come in. And I like it for the for the sport, and I like it for both teams, especially Atlanta, uh, because their uniform's cold. But uh, moving you on. sound like us when we 19 years hey, old playing man. Madden. I, I, that's why. I do fantasy Truth drafts. be told, that's the reason why you like the Jazz, because their uniform's always been cold. No, 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 buddy. Our uniforms ain't always been cold. And that's, <laughs> that ain't the reason I like them, because when I, when, we, hey, when I first started rocking them uniforms, hey, we going to count, boy. Them, them mustard color rush joints ain't it. No, nah, them one of my favorite uniforms of all time, bro. brother. mustard like joints. The worst that's shit. one of my favorite uniforms of all <laughs> time. Boy, them shits. And honey mustard. Them, nah, them joints. They was honey mustard, but they that's one of my favorite uniforms of all time, man. But moving on, man. Obviously, we know, like we always say every week, uh, the NBA regular season coming to an end, but it has come to an end. It is now playoff time, baby. We got these play-in games going, man. Uh, we had the first set of play-in. Well, the first day of play-in games is obviously today while we're recording, but the first game we had the uh, Hawks versus the Heat, eight versus seven. The Hawks took that one, so – they uh, go ahead and advance to that seventh seed in the playoffs. So that means that they'll be facing, what, Boston in the first round? Yeah, Boston. Boston is number two, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes, so they'll be Boston. facing Boston. And then the Heat, well, they since they lost, they'll play the winner of the Bulls-Raptors, which will be the Bulls. Bulls-Raptors 10-9, and they'll compete um, on the 12th, which is they'll compete tomorrow – or not tomorrow. They'll compete on Friday, one of them days, later on for the eighth spot to play against Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it'll be the Bulls. Um, and then you got the Lakers game on today. Lakers versus Minnesota, 8-7. The winner of that goes to the seventh seed and, and to play uh, Memphis mm-hmm. in the first round. And then uh, the loser will play the winner of the OKC and Pelicans game for that eighth spot to play against Denver. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, let's go ahead. I, what I really want to ask y'all boys is, man, for the, um, the play-in, in the first round, man, I want to kind of obviously get y'all opinion on how y'all feel about this play-in tournament. Do y'all like the play-in tournament? I mean, because this is our first podcast. With the play-in came last year, so this is our first part actually, you know, being doing this thing while the play-in tournament exists. Do y'all? How do y'all feel about the play-in tournament? Do y'all like the play-in? Is it fair? Do y'all like it better than uh, just the top eight all the way out, or what? And then on top, and then after that, we'll go into getting y'all predictions for the play-ins and these first round. But right now, I want to just strictly play-in. What y'all think about the play-in? Do y'all like it? And what y'all think about these matchups? I think it's dope. I think it's dope. 
I got the mindset of how kind of what what holes kind of thought of with the XFL structure. How we seen some teams that should have made it that would if it was just straight eight. A lot of teams that we would have been looking forward to kind of thinking that they would have been better or gave these people a little bit more go or some comp or it would have been a better look for the playoff structure, they wouldn't have had this opportunity. With the play-in, they actually do. And it's competitive, you know what I'm saying? Um, hey, it's all on the line right here, you know what I'm saying? So kind of give me like Final Four vibes with the NCAA, you know what I'm saying? It's must-see TV, you know what I'm saying? We watching it right now. We got the Lakers on. Hopefully they pull up, pull pull this one through. They down 11, 60 to 49 right now. But it's just, it's just, it's it's dope to me. You know what I'm saying? Giving people an extra chance to be able to get in there. Lord knows that the Bulls wouldn't have had a chance if it was just straight eight. So we well, got what? an opportunity to watch them one more time. Have my be able to witness the opportunity them at a playoff caliber game that see what they all about, see how they built. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's dope. You think it make the league more competitive? Uh, me personally, I do. I, I do. I like that. I like that. So, look, bet hoes. What, what about you, bro? What you? What's your feelings towards this uh, the playing tournament, man? I mean, I think it's dope. I mean, ultimately, if I had to compare it to like from a football standpoint, it's like a bowl game. You know what I'm saying? But it's more like a playoff bowl game. So now you win, you advance. I'm not mad at it, man. I mean, typically those bottom four teams are usually a game or two apart. So, you know, at any given point, a flip of a coin, somebody can beat somebody. So, if it's going to be that close, why not market it and put it on TV? I'm a businessman, so I ain't, I ain't tripping on that part. I believe like they know that, too. For sure. <laughs> That's why they yeah. doing it. They know we chiming and then, in. <laughs> and then think about it. They already said they're going to finish start doing an in-season tournament. You know what I'm saying? Starting next year. I didn't, I didn't Mid-season. know that. Yeah, so, we'll talk about it. We're we going to okay, talk about okay. that. Not, to, not this week. We'll probably talk about it next week. Okay. That part of the CBA agreement. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, man, this is all about money. It's all about money. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Facts. Of course. Traditionally, straight eight, let's play the playoffs. But, no, let's, you know, let's build up a little excitement here. You know, get a little upset. You know, everybody picked the Heat. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure nine, 90% of people had the Heat that was going to win, but the Heat got upset tonight. You know, so now we get a little dramatics. On it. They, they definitely lost. We got a little dramatics now. You know, a little razzle-dazzle. So, you know, I'm with it, man. I'm with whatever is going to make the game more exciting, make the playoffs more exciting, and lead us to ultimately a great playoff uh, playoff run. So, I'm with it, man. I agree with y'all boys, man. I like the play-in tournament. I think it's dope. I think it makes uh, the league more competitive, especially towards the end of the season, the second half after All-Star break. Sure. Teams can't really relax. Like we saw the Lakers couldn't relax. They had to go on a run. A lot of teams like Dallas tried to go on a run. Teams were playing harder on that back end. You know, a lot of teams rest players and all of that on that back end because they know they're going to get in. But with the play-in, you don't know. And a lot of teams are trying to avoid the play-in because, like the boy, like the fella said, it's one really one game, maybe two, depending on where you at, and you done. You don't you don't go, you don't advance no anymore. You know what I mean? So a lot of teams trying to avoid that because on any given night you can lose. A team can come out hot and it's just a wrap. So I think that it makes for a better NBA. Uh, I think it makes for better entertainment for the fans. And I think it's dope. I like the matchups. It's always some good matchups in those because, I mean, if especially if you're just a fan of the sport, it's always going to be one team down there that you feel – one, maybe two, that you feel like shouldn't even be in the play-in. But, hey, the competition's so stiff, they slip to the play-in. And then it's also going to be a team that you feel like – 
don't belong. Somebody else should have got that spot that because you think they may be too weak, and that probably put on the show for you. Like the Hawks, the Hawks were uh, the underdog in this game tonight versus the Heat, and they pretty much controlled the entire game. The Heat came back, but the Hawks didn't let them off the hook. They took the game. They won the game. Advanced to the playoffs. Hey man, I think this is fire. I think it gives players an extra a reason to play hard on the back end so we're not seeing like terrible basketball after the Super Bowl because you know All-Star come the week after the Super Bowl. So when football over, you know, we jump we jumping straight to the football, I mean to the basketball. We want to see some competitive games. So hey, I think it's dope. So what I really what I want to do now is um before we get into we're gonna do we're gonna give y'all some first round playoff predictions for the NBA. But in order to do that, we got to get through the play-in. So let me get y'all playing predictions first, and then we'll insert that into y'all. And then we'll switch, you know, insert y'all picks into y'all playoff bracket, and then we can do them them first round picks, them first round predictions. So I don't care who started off, but I think this is going to be interesting. I mean, let me see. I think we one game behind on this, you know, because we recorded – a game late. The Hawks already secured the seven, what the seven seed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think the next battle will be the Heat playing the winner of the Bulls and Raptors. Y'all all know I'm from the shop, man. I love the shop. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with the Bulls over the Raptors tomorrow. You know, and I think the Bulls can beat the Heat. So I think we're gonna slide into that eighth spot. So. That's the eighth seed out of the East as far as the West. I think the Lakers is going to turn it up this second half. They're going to win the seventh seed out of the West, which puts them playing Memphis, correct? Yeah. Yep. All right. If they win. And And I think the Timberwolves will end up playing uh, OKC. I think the boys from OKC is ball. I think they're going to beat the Pelicans tomorrow to get into that battle for the eighth seed. So – that's my prediction of who's gonna get the eighth seed out of the East and the West. Who's gonna get the eighth? You didn't say who. who you oh, I believe. Oh, uh, you're right. Um, the battle between the Timberwolves and OKC. I want to go OKC. Mm, okay. I want to go, okay. go OKC. So you got. So you got. I want to see Shea do his thing. So obviously the Hawks are already in. Yep. So then you got the the Bulls coming out. Got the Bulls. You got in the, the Bulls East. getting the eight. Yeah. Hawks got seven, Bulls eight. You got Lakers getting seven, and New and uh, Thunder OKC getting eight. eight. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Hawks? All right. I'm starting the East. I mean, clearly, like we said already, we already know Atlanta won, so Atlanta gonna face the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? Number two, number seven. I'm gonna go Bulls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I feel like the Bulls can beat Toronto, and I feel like it's gonna be tight against the Heat because I feel like the Heat might have something to prove because they was in it. They got it all the way down to five tonight. And then Atlanta just ran off on them again and just, you know what I'm saying, widened the lead on them. So it's going to be interesting, man. But I feel like, you know, I'm going with my 290 boy. You know what I'm saying? Pat Bev. And Pat Bev, I trust, you know what I'm saying? 290 boys forever. You feel me? All right. Now, I feel like the Lakers going to drop this one. But I feel like. So now it's going to make for a very interesting matchup for whoever wins. The 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 New Orleans OKC series. I'm actually gonna pick New Orleans. Oh, so I'm gonna go New Orleans versus Lakers. So Pelicans versus Lakers. And I feel like Bron gonna have one of them ones. 
So I got, you know, LA, you know what I'm saying? The Lakers in the AFC. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you got Timberwolves in the seven. Little mix up. Yep. Timberwolves in the seven seed. Lakers Lakers in the AFC. Yep. Hawks seven. Bulls eight. Yep. I bet. So I'm going to start on the East as well. I got, obviously, Hawks took the seven. I got the same as the fellas. I'm not going against my Bulls. I got the Bulls beating the Raptors. I got the Bulls washing the Raptors tomorrow. Mm. I know they're a tough team. Oh, that's right. I got the Bulls washing the Raptors and then beating the Heat. The Heat offense is suspect. They streaky. Um, So I got the Bulls getting that eighth seed. And then I got the Lakers winning tonight, getting the seven, going against uh, Memphis. And then I got the Pelicans beating the – I got the Pelicans beating the Thunder. Mm. And then I got uh, the Pelicans beating Minnesota, so I got Minnesota. I got the Pelicans taking the eight seed in the West. So I'm going Hawks seven, Bulls eight East, Lakers seven, uh, Pelicans eight in the West. Okay, well y'all better speak it into existence with them Bulls now. Man, come on, man. The you know Bulls are taking for sure. Yeah, y'all sir. better speak it. He talking about watching the Raptors. I like that. That that talk. Man. That's that yeah, talk. Sir. So 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 let's let's get into it. Let's get into the so we going so with the predictions, since we are a couple games behind, whatever, with the play ins, we it's like a it's gonna be like a highly underrated sports bracket. You gotta insert your picks into your obviously into your predictions. Mm-hmm. Now if your picks don't make it, you obviously automatically lose that. You lost. If you you know, other, uh, then you know how it go from there. But if but you, what if? Okay, what if you inserted the wrong team, but the team you pick from that matchup wins? What you mean? Like meaning? Explain. All right. So if we got, let's just say I picked the Heat right. to win tonight, right? And it would have been the Heat Celtics. Right. Clearly, the Heat lost. But what? But it, but I picked the Celtics to, to win, win overall. To win the series. To win that series. Is that? Is that? I mean, I mean, you, I mean, it, it don't, it's, it's not, you, you still get like a point off for that because okay, you're okay. not right that, about okay, the matchup. Okay, so that, if okay, that, if that's okay. fair with y'all, okay, I feel like okay. with that, you get a point taken off. Fair. That's fair. Okay. That's Miguel? Fair. That's yeah, fair. I'm in green. I fair. bet. I bet. So, so I, so I'm going to go ahead. The, the for sure matchups that we have um, in the playoffs right now for the NBA um, coming up. The teams that are already locked in, uh, no play-in games. Um, it's already solidified. Uh, I think that's what one through six, right? No, it's three mm. through six. Yeah, three through six. Okay, three through six. Three through six. So I'm gonna I'm run those. I'm gonna run the matchups off that I got, and then we'll go from there with the with predictions because you because everybody gonna everybody's probably be a little bit different because we had you know different picks. For sure. So we got a. Uh, we got Brooklyn versus Philly. What's that? Three and six. Three and six. Three yep. and six. Yep. Brooklyn and Philly. And then we got whoever you put for the play in with ball versus Boston. And the for sure matchup is uh New York, Cleveland. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a four or five. Mm-hmm. Both of them teams was right right by each other. Mm-hmm. Um so them them those the the ones for the East, right? Yep. And then uh the lock-ins for the West, you got Golden State and Sacramento yep. and L.A. and Phoenix. Yep, Clippers, L.A. Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers, my bad. Yeah, you Clippers right, you right. Sun. Clippers and the Phoenix Suns locked in. Ooh, that's so Memphis serious, is so. waiting on a, mm-hmm. Memphis is waiting on an opponent. Denver is waiting on an opponent. And then in the East, Milwaukee's and Boston are waiting on opponents. So who want to start it off? 
I'll start it off. So we gonna we gonna do our we gonna throw our predictions in for the AFC and go off that too. For the right. one. Yeah, right. yep, yep. So, let me, so if let you me, wanna go if you wanna do like one eight, we'll do yeah. the one eight game first, the two seven, the three six, and then yeah, the four five. Okay, okay, I got you. So we I'm gonna go with out the I'm gonna start with the East. I'm gonna go with Milwaukee with number one out of the East playing number eight Bulls. <laughs> I love the Bulls, man, but let's be realistic. I don't think they got what it take to beat Giannis and the uh, them Bucks at Milwaukee. I'm gonna go with Milwaukee out of out of that first round. The second seed will be Boston out of the East and uh, Atlanta. That's the seventh seed. I'm going with Boston. Right, that's locked in already too. My bad. Yeah, I'm going with Boston for the third seed. So it would be Philly playing Brooklyn. I'm going with Philly over Brooklyn in that series. And then you got the fourth seed, Cleveland Cavaliers versus the fifth seed, New York Knicks. I'm going to go with – I'm going to surprise probably a lot of y'all. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I don't know. Y'all might be Knicks fans. Cleveland, um, the fourth seed. But that's still a tight series. Yeah, that's, still, I feel. That's, still, that's a tight battle. That fourth and fifth game always yeah. be tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so out of the West, I'm transitioning to the West. You got number one in the West, Denver Nuggets. I'm going to go with the uh, – Oklahoma so you City got, Thunder. Yeah, you got Denver playing OKC. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Denver winning that. I'm going to go to number two, Memphis, playing the number seven seed, the Lakers. I'm going to go with the Lakers. Mm. I like that. I'm going to go with the – now move transition number three versus the six. Three is out of the West is Sacramento Kings mm-hmm. versus the Golden State Warriors. I believe in seven games the Warriors will beat the Sacramento Kings. Feel that and it's going seven, or you saying just in the series they came out in the series they came out. I with bet. Them. And then my last series is the fourth and fifth. It will be the Phoenix Suns versus the Los Angeles Clippers. That's going to be a hell of a battle. Me and Holes just we just looked at that and we like, damn, that's going to be off the chain. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go with the way them boys is balling. And they ain't lost since they got KD. I'm going with Phoenix. Mm, I so, like I like what you yeah, got. I like yeah, what you yeah, got, bro, yeah. for sure. For sure, Hoes, what you got for the first round? I'm starting the East. I mean, we we all picked the same teams in the East. We got the build the Bulls in the AFC. I mean, we already know the Hawks is in the seventh seed. So I'm gonna run it down that way. I'm gonna go one eight. I'm gonna go Bucks. I mean, I feel like the Bulls gonna give me everything they got. I just think, man, when it come down to it, man, they ain't got nobody for Giannis. And I feel like the Bulls are gonna hit a rough patch offensively. So I think that's just gonna the war of attrition in seven games gonna run this path. Uh, I'm actually going to pick the Knicks in this Cleveland versus New York series. I just like – I mean, call me a homer, you know what I'm saying, Jalen Brunson, Chicago area kid, he gets busy. You know what I'm saying? You never know which Julius Randle you get, but some tell me he's going to turn it up at least a little bit in this first round. And I just like what – they click, they vibe together, man. They mesh real well together. Um, call me Mr. Underdog right now, I guess. Um my heart, you know what? No, I'm going Brooklyn. I'm going Brooklyn. I'm going Brooklyn over the MVP candidate and the 76ers. I'm going Brooklyn. I just like the way they plan. I like how they just plan as a team. So I'm, I'm going to roll with that, man. I'm going to roll with Brooklyn. Um, Boston over Atlanta. I'm not a believer in Atlanta. I'm not going to sit up and lie. I didn't think they were going to win tonight. Corey, I hope you heard that, boy. You know what I'm saying? I hope Corey did hear it. That's my brother. I love him to death. But, hey, you know what I'm saying? Going fishing. 
real soon. You know what I'm saying? I got the boat ready for you. Um, I picked the Pelicans. No, I said I said the Lakers would, would beat the Pelicans, so that would put them in the eighth seed. So that would give me Denver versus Lakers. I am going to go Denver in seven. We'll go Denver in seven. I'm going to go Clippers. I feel like the Clippers are going to find a little magic, just a little razzle-dazzle this first round. I'm going with Golden State. Like, I mean, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I love what Sacramento is doing. I love how relevant they've become. But it's a little different when you get on this playoff stage and none of y'all have been there. You know what I mean? Golden State has been here. They know what to do. It's going to be interesting. And, you know, I'm going to pick, you know what I'm saying, them them wild young boys down in Memphis. You know, it's a parade inside my city yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get them over the, over the Timberwolves. You know what I'm saying? And it's seven, two, two versus seven. So that's my picks, man. All right, all right. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. So I'm gonna get mine. Woo! Dropped him off. I'm gonna get mine, man. I'm kicking it off. Obviously, I picked uh, the Bulls to get that eight seed. So I'm going uh, one versus eight. I got the Bucks versus the Bulls. I'm starting in the East. I got the Bucks taking that. Unfortunately, I don't think you got an answer for Giannis. So uh, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go down. We're gonna go down probably four one. Probably get one out of that. I ain't mad at that. Um the two seven game, Celtics, Hawks. I'm going Boston on that. Uh only reason is I just feel like uh on the defensive side, Atlanta doesn't have enough to defend what Boston has with, with uh Tatum and Brown and the rest of those boys. I just don't think that uh, Atlanta matches up well with them. Atlanta can score for sure. They've been the number one scoring team in the second half of the season and all of that. For sure, they going crazy. But I just don't think in seven games you can defend probably one, obviously one of the best teams in the league. So I'm going Boston. Uh, the the three six game, Sixers versus the Nets. I'm taking the Sixers, man. I'm going with that MVP, man. They better give it to him, man. I'm going with Joel Embiid. Uh, I feel like James Harden going to clown that series. Just, you know, on some I'm busting Brooklyn ass just because I came from there type thing. Um, but I just feel like Embiid is going to be too much. He's going to come on strong. He's going to be too much. Uh, so I'm going with the Sixers on that one. And then the 4-5, Cleveland versus the Knicks. I'm going with Cleveland. Uh, as, we, as, as we all know, I hope everybody know that boy Julius Randle been out for the last two weeks with that sprained ankle. They saying that he just now he, he might be back and he might not you know just now starting back practice and all of that stuff like that. I feel like two weeks off coming back in the playoffs. Cavaliers is rolling. That boy Spider Mitchell over there going crazy. I feel like uh, it'll be a great series. It prob this will probably go seven games. Jalen Brunson is a dog, and I don't think the Knicks gonna lay down. Uh, but I'm gonna roll with uh, Cleveland on this one. I'm going with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Going ahead and taking that, man. I like Cleveland a little bit better than that. So I got Boston. I got um Boston. So I got Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Cleveland coming out the East in the first round. Moving over to the West, I got the number one Nuggets gonna be playing against. Uh, who did I say? I said when they gonna be playing against the Pelicans. I'm taking um the Nuggets over the Pelicans in that series. 
Uh, the two seven, I got Grizzlies versus Lakers. I'm taking the Lakers on that and out of that series four two. Um, three six, Kings versus Warriors. I'm taking Golden State in that one. Uh, I don't think them boys. I'm with the rest of the guys. They I don't think they can match up with Golden State in the seven game series. And that four five, Suns versus Clippers. I think that's gonna be a crazy series if Paul George is back. If Paul George is healthy and he can play, that's going to be a crazy series. If Paul George don't play, I think the Suns going to wash them. Either way, I'm picking the Suns. But I would like to see Paul George come back for at least some of the games, if he can, you know. But either way, I'm taking the Suns out of that one. Um, so I got out of the West, I got the Nuggets, uh, the Lakers, Warriors, and the Suns for my first-round picks. Okay, okay, okay. Holes did a little, yeah, a little spice in there with the with the Nets and I'm then the with the Clippers beating them. I don't think he realized that Paul George ain't may not be a hundred percent. You know what I mean? But I but them teams still been balling. No, no, for sure, yeah. for sure. It can so go I ain't matter. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. I think everybody picks was solid. I think Holes kind of. When uh, to reach out. He went left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, with that Philly. Yeah, he that got Philly. He, one kind of threw me off. He got frisky. He got frisky. So, <laughs> and I ain't mad at man. it because I feel I do feel I feel like outside in the East, I feel like it's really only three teams. I feel like in the NBA period, it's only three consistent teams, and that's they all in the East. Mm-hmm. You got that's Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston. Mm-hmm. So you you don't know the West is wild. You don't man, really know what's co- wild, anything wild can happen West in the West. Sure. That's why a lot of people got the Lakers going to the, the to the Western Finals because I feel like anybody in them in that top ten can beat anybody. Anything is possible. Yeah, Nothing's for impossible. sure. So it's <laughs> all right, Coach. See what happened to Coach. Nah, but man, let's move on, man. As we all know, if you don't know, the WNBA draft was last night, man. Monday night. Uh, April 10th, just want to shout out a couple of uh, notable picks, man, from that WNBA draft, man. Obviously, Aaliyah Boston went number one, man. Aaliyah Boston out of South Carolina drafted number one to the Indiana Fever. That's dope. Uh, Aaliyah Boston is dope center for South Carolina, man. She did her thing every game. She always, you know, consistent. She's I, lo- I like watching her play. I watched her pretty much throughout her whole career at South Carolina. I, I paid attention to South Carolina for a long time. Um, we also had Diamond Miller going number two to the Minnesota Lynx. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, uh, we had a couple of uh, couple notable players. We had, uh, what's her name? Zia Cook. From South Carolina, went number 10 to the Los Angeles Sparks. Hey, low-key, the Sparks had already had a whip. Didn't they? They had already had a whip adding her. That's crazy, man. So, it's a, it's a bunch of um, – Haley Jones went six to the Atlanta Dream. I feel like that's a decent pickup for them. Uh, so, man, it, it's been decent, man. I, I enjoy – I watched the draft. I watched the entire draft from start to finish. Um I like what they got going on, man. I'm cheering for these for these women, man. Especially after that, those NCAA playoffs, man. That tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm cheering for these girls, man. These women. I'm sorry, these women. They out there doing their thing, and I will be tuning in to the WNBA this summer. I'm actually excited to watch more of it because I would only watch uh, 
the Chicago sky because, you know, Candace Parker had them girls hooping in, and sure. I watched Vegas too. But, uh, you know, I was only watching kind of like the top teams. But this season, I'm going I'm going I'm to tap in, man. I ain't doing nothing. I'm going to be chilling watching games, man. But I really want to pass it around to the fellas, let them get a, you know, shout-outs or whatever they want to do regarding the, uh, the WNBA draft last night. Man, it was cracking. It was cracking, man. Hey, Don Staley, man. Hey, shout out her, man. Good coaches, man. Good coaches bring in good players, man. And they came in, I'm assuming, young ladies and left out women. So, you know, shout out to Leah Boston. You know, I'm number one pick. You know, I'm Diamond Miller out of Maryland. She's a baller. Haley Jones out of Stanford. She's a baller. Uh, Zia, uh, Zia, Zia Cook, man, straight hooper. In the second round, man, we still had some hoopers in the second round. I just had to chime back in on that. Um, shout out Alexis Morris, man. I think her draft stock kind of went up. Alexis Morris, you know man. what I'm saying? With the tourney play, you She's know what I mean? Transfer from Baylor, followed, uh, what's her name? Moki. She followed Coach Moki over there at LSU and did her thing. You know, Bria Bill. You know, hey, second round pick. Let me see what we got in the third over here. Um,. Man, shout out Paige Robinson from Illinois State. You know what I'm saying? Missouri Valley Conference. You know, she was a straight hooper. I chimed in on her a little bit. You know, uh, uh, Monica, what's her name? Consenzio, the one that, that man, that, oh, that Purdue? man, that white oh, girl. No, from she Iowa. Iowa. I mean, yeah, Shorty got it. Man, she Shorty, hey, it. she was getting she busy. Get busy. She bro. got picked up in yeah. the third round, man, and guess where she going? L.A. Sparks. That ain't they, they got a whip yeah, over I'm there. I'm telling you, man. They so, got a hey, whip over there. You know, hey, you know, it's it, it's up there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Cordell stated, man, I really became a fan of WNBA this past since, I mean, not WNBA, of women's basketball in general the, off of this past NCAA tournament. You know what I'm saying? I'm a true, true fan now. I will be chiming in. You know what I mean? So. You know, I look forward to what this, what next year in the W, uh, the NCAA has has in store, as well as what these these rookies now, these super seniors rookies coming into WNBA, what they got to do, man. Why they gonna come in there and make noise, man? I'm looking forward to it. I mean, y'all pretty much said it all, man. Shout out to to Don Staley, man. She got five girls drafted, in in three rounds. That's dope to me. You know, what I mean, basketball rosters are already so small. I mean, you really only run about 15 deep, you know, when you when you add the kids that's probably not on scholarship. So to have a third of your roster drafted in, in a draft. It's only 30 picks total, bro. That's what, what people I'm don't saying. understand. It's only like, 30 picks total in the draft. That's huge, you know what I'm saying, crazy. to have a starting lineup, essentially. Literally. Drafted in the entire draft. I mean, so that's dope. That's that's giving her credit and, and understanding, like, just her master, mastery and wisdom of, uh, you know, just coaching and, you know, just ever uh, evolving young ladies into, you know, great women and, and, and basketball players. So that's all I got, man. Dope, man. Overall, it was a dope night. It was good to see those women get the recognition they deserve. And, uh, you know, hopefully they bring that same excitement to the next level, man, to the W. Because we will be tuning in to Highly Underrated Sports, man. We will be giving y'all those updates. We will probably be doing some predictions on it and all of that, man. We're going to definitely tee the WNBA up this season, man, for sure, man. They deserve it, man. Them women, they they ball. They work hard, man. They do their thing. So, they deserve it, man. But, look, moving on. Boxing. You know, one of our favorite sports here, Highly Underrated Sports, boxing. There were a lot, a lot, a lot of boxing. Uh, that I mean, there's a lot of boxing 
big notable fights coming up. You know, we like I always say, we watch all the fights, not just some of the fights, not just the big fights. We watch all of the fights, man. Just like last weekend, man, we were so concerned about the interview, man. We forgot to give y'all the updates on a couple of fights from last weekend that were hip that were about to kick off, man. Last weekend we had uh, the boy Shakur Stevenson fought last weekend. Y'all already know he did his thing, got the TKO. Man, he was beating on that boy. I'm talking about beating on him. Standing straight, standing right in front of him. He wasn't running or nothing. He's standing in front of him, ducking it. Shakur Stevenson, I put it on record a long time ago, is the only person you will be able to go get for Tank. Nobody else can compete with Tank. It will only be Shakur because that young boy can do everything. Man. He can do everything. And then we also have Fandora. I don't know if y'all, a lot of y'all know him, man, but he's like a 6'5 dude. He fight in a smaller weight class. So he's pretty much uh you know, bigger than everybody else. Um, as far as height, he's bigger than everybody else, but he weighs the same. You know that <laughs> you know how that go with uh with the taller, like a tall he's a tall, skinny boxer. So I mean he, he kinda he so he falls in the um you know, he falls in a lighter weight class. He's a, a light middleweight. So he falls in the light middleweight, but really with his height, he probably he's six six, six five, six six he probably should be you you only see guys that are like that height and like heavyweights. You know what I mean? So most of the guys he's fighting are like pretty much an inch shorter than him, an inch smaller than him. So a foot. Yeah, a foot. Yeah. I mean my fault. A yeah, foot. A my foot, fault. Yeah. I'm saying an inch. A foot smaller than him. So he's taxing him and uh he ended up getting knocked out. He was winning a fight. Got slept. I'm talking about he was abusing. He was abusing this man. I'm talking about he hitting him with all kind of uppercuts and everything, man. He was winning the fight, man, versus Mendoza, but Mendoza caught him slipping. That's all it takes is one punch. Caught him slipping. Hit him with something, staggered him, followed up, hit him with another one. It was over with, man. But, yeah, those were two notable fights over the weekend. Um, but then we got a lot, a lot, a lot of upcoming fights. But I want to get it. I want to get the fellas the chance to um, get a little recap on these two fights that I just mentioned, or even just one of the two. I know they were pretty much on at the same time. I had one on the iPad, one on the TV, so I got to see both. But you know, if you didn't catch both, you didn't catch both. I know Hose caught both because I was talking to him. I know Miguel was probably working, so I'm not sure. But either way, I'm gonna get the fellas a chance to uh, chime in on this man. Um, Shakur Stevenson fought, and then the boy Sebastian Fundora fought as well. Uh, like I said, Shakur with the TKO and Fundora getting knocked out. What y'all boys got? I mean, when it's all said and done, man, Shakur he that boy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I mean, it's, it, we coming to the rubber finna meet the road. I mean, we got Tank Ryan Garcia, we got that coming up, and we got Loma and we got Haney. So eventually, two of those three gonna have to sit it down and scrap it out. I mean, Shakur doing his thing, everybody doing their thing. So we gonna see how that turn out. Now, now, big fella, what is it, Fondura? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I was liking watching them fight the last couple fights. It was interesting to watch someone so tall fighting such a lightweight class. Mm-hmm. It was it's so unorthodox to watch somebody that's almost six six, and what is, what is he fighting at like what light middle? Was that one fifty something, one sixty something? Probably lighter than that. Yeah, bro. so like it's interesting to be that tall and be that small. He was boxing his ass off. He just got listen. 
Got snuck in the turning lane, boy, on Saturday. That's yeah. all that was. My boy, like Kane Cousin Harold, a menace to society. He was <laughs> sitting in the turn lane too long. And he got got. It is what it is. 6'6 six, six hit the deck. I mean, both fights was really good, though. I liked it. It was quality. You know what I'm saying? It was a great sports weekend. For like, sure. Great sports weekend. 100%. XFL, overtime games, boxing. You got my boy Izzy knocking yeah, my boy out in, in MMA. So I had nothing to complain about. You know what I'm saying? Although I was watching my niece and nephew. No complaints. <laughs> man, like y'all said, man, it was a great week. I think one fight that we not really shining a light on that definitely need to get it talked about was the Jared Anderson. For sure. George Arias, you know, that boy, big baby, knocked him out in three rounds. You know what I'm saying? We went over there to the corner. First, I walked over to the corner, bow-legged, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> out of order, you know what I'm saying? They threw in a white towel. So, shout out Jared Anderson. Took the fight back to his hometown, Toledo, Ohio, too, on that one. Um, uh, no, you know what? He fought in New York, New, New York, New Jersey. Was not, He's I from Toledo. I'm sorry. He's from Toledo. <laughs> go bust you know you what I'm saying? But he did his thing. You know what I mean? That's that's one fight that we didn't talk about. But Shakur, like I'm I'm with you, uh, Cordell. Like I and I'm a fan of Haney. And we're gonna get into that. You know what I'm saying? I believe in these predictions upcoming uh next segment. I'm a fan of Haney. But I think Shakur is really the only one that could really hang with that boy Tank. You know what I'm saying? And um he did his thing. Yoshimi, he definitely was that dude, you know what I'm saying, before fighting, taking this little ass whooping. But, you know what I'm saying, you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? Live to fight another day. He took that ass whooping by Shakur, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Um, and who was it? Uh, was it Keyshawn Davis? Keyshawn Davis, yeah. He fought Keyshawn on Keyshawn um, Davis, man. He fought on the Shakur undercard yeah, as well. He with that. Jared. that was a hell of a hell of a hell of an undercard, man. Yeah, they oh always put goodness. on some good undercards yeah, for man. sure on Tyrank over Keyshawn there. Keyshawn Davis, man, I really like what you're doing. Um, I kind of think you, you know, I spoke to the, the, the fellas earlier before we started recording. I, you know, I'm a fan of you. I think you're going to be, you know, you're the future of boxing for sure. Um, but pump your brakes, young fella. You ain't ready for them big dogs just yet. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, you got to crawl before you walk. I mean, got to see if he can swim in them deep waters. Yeah, hey. Is that what you want? You yeah, know what I'm saying? I just don't want him to go to sleep too early. He might lose his confidence. He got to remember the ocean ain't a pond. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it all around, man, a great week of boxing, man. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I wasn't able to chime into him, but I definitely, definitely looked into the highlights, man, and read up on the articles and seen what what happened, you know, this, that, and the other. But, you know, I'm looking forward to April 22nd. I think we're going to chime into that right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a bunch of notable fights coming up. But, hey, most importantly, the earliest one, the first one, kicking it off next weekend on the 22nd, we got my boy Javante Tank Davis versus Ryan. I'm finna go to sleep Garcia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just my opinion, though, man. I mean, it's kind of, I just kind of want to hype this fight up a little bit. Like I, like I already done told y'all, I feel like you're going to sleep. I don't know what the fellas think, but I just think that uh, I like I like Ryan Garcia. I really do. I like him, but I just don't think he's ready for Tank just yet. I feel like uh, it's still a lot of minor mistakes that he makes, like when he throws punches, his neck, his head is like straight in the edge, neck kind of rises. I don't know, man. All it takes is for one. All it takes is one punch from Tank. You feel me? So you're leaving a lot open. He probably have to make some adjustments, but give or take. But I don't. I just think that Tank's on a whole nother level. So I think that this one's gonna end early. Um, then we got uh, Canelo's fighting. 
as well. We got a, we got Canelo coming up. He's fighting. Uh, who who's who's Canelo fighting, bro? Ryder. Yeah, Ryder. I don't, listen, I don't know, buddy. I ain't gonna sit up and lie to you. But he's he, the mandatory. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, and uh, the interesting thing about that, for obviously, I think Canelo is gonna yeah. win the fight. But the interesting thing for that, well, I say the dope thing about that fight for me, he's fighting John Ryder. Uh, the dope thing about that to me is they taking that thing back to Canelo's hometown in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be dope. For the first time ever, Canelo gets to fight in his hometown. So that's going to be man. fire. Um, it's a parade inside my city yet. Yeah, man, that's going to that's gonna be hard, man. Ain't going to have the Mexican horns going to be ringing off, buddy. Uh, then you got a... Uh, like Holes mentioned earlier, the Devin Haney and uh, Lomachenko fight coming to you May 20th. That's going to be interesting Very as well. Interesting. Then you got this. Uh, I mean, look, me personally, I believe it when the tickets go on sale. Sure. But you got the Bud versus Spence. Uh, they, got, they, put, they set a date for June 17th. I'm not sold on it. But, you know, some people may be. I won't. They won't send me off again. They sent me off enough. They sent me off enough times in 2022 with that, at least two or three times. So I'm not going really uh, bank on that one. But just a few notable fights. I just want to throw it around to the fellas, man. This what I really want to know. What first before we get into any other fight, what y'all got going for this April 22nd next weekend? Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia fight because some people I done heard some people tell me they think Ryan gonna win. No, and I'm bro. not mad at that if that's what they if if that's what you think if that's your opinion that's your opinion yeah, that's their opinion they but, just don't watch boxing. <laughs> that's I ain't truth. mad at that either. What you what y'all got for this man? What y'all got for this fight? Tanking eight, tanking eight, and I think that's because he gonna fill him out the first couple rounds because that's what he been doing lately. With tanking eight knockout status, mm. He's too light in the ass, man. He too light for tank. Mm. I think I'm rolling with that. I think uh, I'll say this. And I really didn't feel like this until I watched the second episode of All Access. I do think Tank is a little too loose for me going into this fight. He's a little too, you know. I feel like we, we've we just started seeing the professional Tank. Like where he's really strapped in, locked in, and just, you know. You had to get up under that Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Business suit. Get up out that Mayweather contract. You know <laughs> but... I don't, Ryan Garcia ain't got enough. Not enough, dog. He ain't got enough. That man. speed and that little power, yeah, yeah, it's something, but it ain't you know, something for that gorilla. When you, when you know you got a dove on it, you got a wet fish on the line, man, you know, you let them feel like they can get away. You know what I'm saying? So Tank I think being real disrespectful like to us. He's very, too. very disrespectful. What is it, like a two, uh, hour and a half, two hour wait for one of their little. For the conference, because he's getting a haircut. Yeah, getting this lining ready. You know what I mean? I do the same thing if I'm Tank. I'm the best. I'm the best fighter in the sport right now. What he told him, he said, right. man, he's he he didn't come professional. He said you should have waited. <laughs> exactly. You gotta wait. What you, you, ba- you gotta wait on me, bro. Yeah, exactly. Came to see and, me, Otis, and my bag bigger on this on this take home. Yeah, Killing so me with you, the so mink and the, the paint and nails, but I don't get all that. Yeah, but you know I what I'm saying? You. But he 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 got that on the, in, in between them uh, them ropes. Yeah, man. Uh, I, hey, man. Look, I'd say Tank, Tank knocking that boy deep gout. You feel me? That's my opinion. Tank putting something to sleep. What you got? What uh, as I a g- fan, I gave you around eight. You gave me eight. As a fan, I'd like to see it go eight, but I really don't see this thing going past. You know what? I say I'm gonna say I don't see it going past six. Mm. I was but, originally gonna say that, but 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 the way I, he been fighting lately though, he tried to fill you out. Yeah, right, and that's cool. And you know what I mean. That's that's 
that is what it is. Uh, but I would like to see it go into the championship rounds, into the 11th or 12th, at least the 11th, just to get my money's worth for paying for the fight because that joint, exactly. you know, that probably going to be around $90, which is cool. Um, but, yeah, I think I don't, I don't really see it going past six, but I would love to see it go into the 11th for sure. Um, but the next fight, I'm, I'm gonna ask y'all this one, and I'm gonna leave it. At, I'm gonna leave it here for a minute until we get a little bit closer. But I just gotta know because I know this one is more even than the Tank and Garcia in a lot of people's perspective. Uh, the Devin Haney and Lomachenko. <laughs> what what y'all got? Who y'all got for that? And you know what 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 what's some what's some things y'all looking forward to from this fight? Going with Haney, man. I've been a fan of Haney. Team Haney, man. Team Haney. I just don't think I, I just don't think that he got it with Shakur, but I Shakur, but I think he can get Lomo for sure. I agree. I think uh I think Loma is on a quest to rebrand himself. Yeah. But I don't think he has enough to beat Haney. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Haney's ready yet for Shakur. Or even Tank. Because that's even, next. We know what that's next. Shakur called him out. Yeah. He called him out. You know what I'm saying? He said, hey, I've been whooping on you for years in these sparring matches. What's happening? So, we going to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Haney said he ain't ducking no smoke. I mean, he played. He, he fought Gambosas twice. You know what I'm saying? Beating him twice. I think him beating Lomachenko will probably give him that confidence to now really step out there. And I think his father might, you know, let him really jump out there. But once again, it's deep waters. It's deep waters. You you can swim, but it's deep out there, man. So we we gonna see. Yeah, I'm 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 a rock with Haney on this one for the simple fact that I don't like Lomachenko. Everybody who know me, <laughs> no, I don't rock with Lomachenko. I feel like ESPN built him up. That's one of their fighters, top ranking all of that. I feel like they over overhyped him. They built him up. They tried to build his name up into something that. They wanted him to be to promote fights and make money for themselves. I never believed in Lomachenko, and when he lost to T.O., I already knew that. I, it didn't surprise me. I just don't believe in Lomachenko like that. Do I think he's a skilled fighter? Yeah, I think he is a skilled fighter. He put together combinations nice. He decent, and he can beat up on bums. He can beat up on average competition, but I just think Devin Haney going to be a little bit too much for him. I think it's going to be a good fight. That's going all 12 rounds mm-hmm. for sure because Haney ain't got no power. Um, but then when you go into the, the Haney and Shakur, I think Shakur will walk hey, listen. Haney. And I was just about to say, it's going to be interesting if Lomachenko can get some hands on him. Yeah, and that's the tough part because that's that's something we that's, haven't really seen. We ain't seen it Haney yet. don't really get hit like that. We ain't seen not, it not, yet. Not too much. Not because too much. If Loma can get hands on him, it's going to give the blueprint to Shakur. Because both of them are they similar. It's just the offensive we know Shakur got way more in his pocket. You know what I'm saying? Defensively, they don't really get hit much. But offensively, Shakur got some hammers. You know what I'm saying? Haney ain't got no hammers. Haney, he finessing. He going to tag you up, you know what I'm saying, really give it to you for 12 rounds. But if Loma can get his hands on him, though, that, that might do some damage, man, further down the line. Yeah, I ain't mad at that, bro. I, I agree. Um, I'm interested to see that fight for sure. Like yeah. that, that that's a fight that I, I'm excited. Even though I don't like Lomachenko, I'm I don't I don't disregard his abilities. I like I said, he is a skilled fighter. 
So I am excited to see that fight for real. Like, uh, especially like with that with it coming up, I'm actually more excited to see that than I am with the Canelo fight. For sure. Um, because just for the simple fact that I want to see. It, okay, so y'all try to hype up Loma to be this fighter and this this top rank beast and all of this, whatever the case may be. Then this is his perfect opportunity to prove it. Y'all been putting him in the ring with bums. Y'all been putting him in the ring with just with like a lower tier, lower tier boxers. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying like extreme bums. I'm saying like a tier A. And then you, you throw him in the ring with like tier Bs, things like that. You throw him in the ring right now with one of the best fighters in the game in Devin Haney. So that's gonna be interesting. I'm super excited to see that fight, to watch that fight. Like I said, I believe that one's going all twelve rounds. And whoever win that is the best, the better boxer will win that fight, in my opinion. So, dope fights coming up, man. You know, the summertime is always lit with fights. Don't be surprised if you see some um, some heavyweights uh, scheduling some fights this summer. And then uh, we're going to keep y'all updated on this uh, Bud versus Spence thing, man. Like I said, once we get more information, once them tickets go on sale or something, man, then we can lock that in and get hype and start discussing our uh, – our predictions on that but until then we're gonna just keep it kind of pushing we're gonna keep it kind of light on that but if you're a boxing fan tune in april 22nd for sure and then may is busting so yeah man let's move on man we coming up you know on the end of the show but we definitely can't leave y'all without giving them predictions man them xfl predictions we already gave y'all those uh, NBA playoff first round predictions. So we're going to give y'all these uh, XFL week nine predictions, man. We're going to kick it off. They kicking it off this week on Saturday, April 15th at 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 12.30 Eastern. We got the Vegas Vipers versus the Houston Roughnecks. Miguel, who you got? I think I'm going to shock y'all with this. I'm going to go with the Vipers. Hey. Ooh, why the Vipers, bro, if you don't mind me asking? You know, I think that they going to probably be a little pissed off that they're not going to be in this playoff hunt, so I think they're going to come out scrappy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what's what's the what you got to lose? That's I ain't spoiler. mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Hoes, who you got? I'm not mad at that pick because, I mean, technically it really should have beat St. Louis last week. But – even though Houston has not been playing up to the standards of the first three, four weeks, I just still think Houston is just a way better team than the Vipers. And they at Houston. So I'm going to go Houston. Same here. I'm going Houston. I just can't rock with Vegas, man. They let me down too much this season. So I'm going Houston. That next game, the Ooh. Saturday night game. A matchup here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got the Orlando Guardians. The Orlando one-win Guardians versus the San Antonio Brahmas. Miguel, who you got? Fuck it. Just call it the week of the underdogs for me. I'm going to go with Guardians. Underdogs. You're being nice. Mm. I'm going to go nice with the Guardians, man. man. Oh, so you got? It's too pretty in here. He being nice, man. You know what I'm saying? Which one going to be the best boom? Uh, I'm going to San Antonio. I'm going to Uncle Hines one more time. Man. I said through, so I was done with him. But you know what, man? It's a it's a win-win on whoever I pick. It don't matter. Yeah, I'm going to go with Hines and my boy Joey Porter, man. Joey Porter. 
I mean, uh, yeah, that's his name, ain't it? Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm laughing because he almost got kicked out the game last week. Yeah, his ass be tweaking. Hey, his son, his son finna get drafted. His son, an animal, boy. His son, yeah, his son, animal. Sure. I'm gonna rock with Hines and Joey, man. I'm gonna rock with y'all, man. I'm San Antonio Brahmas, man. I don't believe in Orlando. I lost faith in San Antonio as well, but I'm gonna give y'all a chance to earn a little bit of my trust back, man. I'm rocking with San Antonio. Uh, next game, we got the the Sunday afternoon game, or the Sunday morning game, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We got the Arlington Renegades versus the D.C. Defenders. Miguel, who you got? I won't pick against them no more. I'm going to go with D.C. I'm going to go with D.C. Okay, okay, hoes, who you got? Arlington ain't got enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm going D.C. And finally, man, finally, these boys wasn't believing. I was disappointed in Holes because Holes was the main one I'm at the see, beginning. I'm a Rocking with DC, he been picked against him the last two weeks. Sea Dragons fan. All right, man. I get it. I feel you. I feel you, little Holes Danucci. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, no, no, no good. <laughs> I'm going DC. Y'all already know, man. I'm rocking with DC defenders on this one, man. I think DC gonna wash them boys up. Uh, last game, the Sunday afternoon game. They ended the season a little bit early. They don't, they doing a Sunday three uh well three p.m. Uh, Eastern two p.m. Central game that's the uh I want guess you want to call it Sunday night game that's the late game on Sunday the Seattle Sea Dragons versus the St Louis Battlehawks Miguel who you got if McCarron out I'm going with Seattle I'm going with Seattle on this one I don't think he coming back neither so I think I'm going Miguel Danucci all right hoes Danucci who you got. <laughs> I'm rolling how I came, boy. I'm going with my my Sea Dragons, bro. Yeah, I'm going out in the blaze of glory. Yeah, as you should, as you should, my boy. And if I wake up Saturday morning, I feel like it. I might, I might drive to St. Louis. If you do, call me, bro. If you do, call me. I roll with you, and I pay for the gas. We can ride, bro. We're going to do nice that. to me now. Hey, I'm down for that, bro. Too if nice. you going to drive, if you going to drive, I'll nice pay for the now. gas, bro. I, a, I appreciate that. It's a that. straight shot, you know what I'm saying? To me, nice. if you going to drive, I'll buy the gas. I appreciate stuff like that if I ain't got to drive. Because uh, I drive everywhere at my household. My wife do not like to drive when she ain't got to work, bro. But me personally, man, I'm going with uh, with St. Louis, man. St. Louis at home. They won last week without McCarron. I feel like if they, if necessary, they'll do it again. I'm rocking with them, and that home crowd is something different out there in St. Louis, man. So I'm gonna rock with them boys, man. I'm going with St. Louis, man. So look, that wrap up the predictions. So that man, we coming to the end. We wrapping up the show, man. Y'all boys got any closing remarks? You know how we coming? Like, comment, subscribe. Highly underrated sports. IG, our personal IG, me. Highly underrated sports underscore gals. You know what I'm saying? DM us if you got any topics, anything you want us to discuss, man. We love y'all. Keep chiming in, man. Keep getting these ratings up. Hey, we chasing billions, not millions, my man. It's billions. My boy, hoes. What you got, bro? Man, overall, man, I just want to want to throw it out there and just say, you know, I appreciate any and everybody who's been tuning in for us because every listen is a listen that matters, you know, and you on the ground level of this, it's going to take off like a rocket. Just wait on it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, my boy done spoken into existence. It's all facts. Everything Ho said, everything Miguel said, and I'm going to add this to it, man. Like I always say, dreams are real, man. You got a dream, chase it. 
Do not give up on your dream, man. And talent has no division. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, man. All of, hey, everything everything you believe, you can achieve, bro. It may sound cliche, but it's real. Like, comment, subscribe, share, man. We pushing, like I always, like I said last week, we pushing a big number on the downloads. We just really started this thing. We 18 episodes in, man. We pushing 1,000 downloads already, man. It's, that's big, man. We love it, bro. We appreciate everybody, like Jose, who take their time. To listen, to you know, to share this, and, and that's that's honestly that thousand is only that's coming like off of really ten episodes. We appreciate it. It's, it's it's unbelievable in my opinion, man. I'd be happy if two people listen to the show, man. But people, y'all y'all been locked in, y'all been ready for it, waiting for it, hitting us up, asking when it's gonna drop. We appreciate that. Hey, y'all been here from day one. We just like like whole said, man, just stick with us, man, because over time you gonna see. Y'all gonna see what this turn into. I appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Y'all making the man, this I'm telling you, this is like an unbelievable dream for me. I know it for the fellas too, man. This is something we get to do every week and enjoy and get positive feedback from y'all, man. This is just dope. So without any further ado, man, you tune into another. Highly right, underrated right, sports right. podcast. And please don't let it be the last. We out.